Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. This is 12.34 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Guests on our show. Happy New Year, everybody. Receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night on the town, every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. You can text us if the text line is hot and heavy. Text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Texter out of Calgary wants to know, Bob, is David Ayers uh, available? That's the guy that came in and pinch it for Carolina in that loss. We have not brought up uh, coaching options. A text comes in on the show. Bob, can you tell me the difference in styles of coaching between Mike Babcock and Dave Tippett? For example, is one more defensive than the others? Thanks and enjoy the show. What I would say is there's a couple trends and themes with Mike Babcock coach teams. Number one, they suppress shots against. And number two, he doesn't play his high-end players as much as other coaches. Those are two differences. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. No Connor McDavid, no Derek Ryan at uh, practice today. Uh, TSN's Ryan Rashog reporting a COVID thing, which, hey, I mean, I, and I've already explained to you that there were uh, false positives uh, over the course of the last five days with part of the Oilers traveling contingent, of which I'm part of. Um the other thing I'm going to throw at you is remember there's only 43 uh, NHL contracts in the Oilers organization right now. Just file that one away. All right, let's head off to the uh, River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. And for the horses and horse racing, Alberta presenting live standard bed racing Saturdays at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino post time 115. We welcome back to the show Mark Spector from Sportsnet. Hi, Spec. How are you doing? Doing pretty good, Bobby. How are you doing? Hanging in there? You getting tested lots? Yeah, everyone's testing away. That's how we work these days, eh? Crazy, eh? Especially when you factor in that a lot of people, a lot of people out there maybe have one AZ and two Pfizer's as an example, uh, or might even have three Pfizer's by now. These are interesting, challenging, and unique, unique times, aren't they, Mark? Yeah, well, you can't, you know, I've, I've had a bit of a head cold. I was a close contact, and I've been tested for five days in a row, negative every day. And I have a bit of a head cold, which is, you know, normal this time of year. It's been cold out. And uh, you still can't just be a head cold. you got to test, test, test to make sure you don't have COVID. So I'm uh, going along with the old uh, train here and testing every day. So far, so good, Bobby. You know what's interesting, Mark? You got COVID last year in the, what, the second or third week of January? Yeah. Did you test after you had it? Uh, well, I tested to make sure that I had it. I tested positive back in January and uh, then just wrote it out for two weeks or okay. whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. But there was yeah, no it's, uh, this is interesting. I mean, just in the last 48 hours, uh, Austin Matthews obviously probably had a false positive and they kept him out of practice for two days and now he's tested negative and that's what just adds i think further confusion for everybody involved doesn't it yeah it's just difficult because you can't trust the tests all the time it's uh you know what and it, i think we've learned this 
for sure is you just go to the test, 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 like they're doing in the NHL, you are going to find people that have COVID. It's a, you know, it's, there's a lot of people walking around with it that don't even know at this point with this Omicron. And, and the NHL is a bit of a causing its own problem by testing everybody every day. But I get what they're doing. And, you know, the Canadian government's big a big part of that. And I'm a little sick of the whole topic, to be honest, Bob. It is, but you know what? Mark, it could affect things again tomorrow with Connor McDavid not on the ice today, nor is Derek Ryan. And, uh, oh boy, that's all the orders need. You know what I'm saying? Well, uh, yeah, they uh, they need some help somewhere. They need to, uh, someone needs to, they need a new hero here, or they need a hero, because they really haven't had anybody who's, who's been able to step up. And, you know, Ryan McLeod had a nice game last night. Tyler Benson had a nice game last night, but... Uh, they need more than that, I would say, and uh, they haven't been able to find it for a long time. Mark, some people might say, you know what, Speck, uh, they did have two heroes step up through the first 21 games when both guys had 40 points, that being McDavid and Drysdale, and eventually just caught up to them. What would you say to those folks? Well, listen, that's fair. I mean, at the pace those two guys are on, and then with the power play going at 36% or whatever it was, um, you're going to win some games for sure. Uh, but you have to have a team that can win games when dry settles not at a 50 and 50 pace and when, you know, when, when the power play is not at 36%. Like that's the issue with this team. It's, I think it's okay. It's easy to win when you're scoring five a night. You know, you got to be able to win, uh, you got to be able to win games. You got to be able to get to three more often than they're really struggling with that. If McDavid and dry settle don't score, they have a hard time getting to three, don't they? Mark, you were uh, you you spoke your mind following Edmonton's playoff series uh, or play-in series loss to Chicago. This current plight that Edmonton's in two eight and twelve um, is this a reflection in your opinion on McDavid or Drysaddle? Uh, I mean, have they have either of them really stepped up and been playing great? No, but no, no. I, I think that this that what we're seeing here is that. What we just said is we've got there's a team there that that unless McDavid and Drysaddle are absolutely fantastic, they don't have enough. And so no, you know I, I would not pin this on those guys by any stretch at all. Uh, you know I, I'll, I guess I'll say to you that they sure could use one of those guys to be a hurl tomorrow night and Wednesday and and or tomorrow night in Toronto and uh, you know have that big game we haven't seen out of uh, either of them for a while, but. Listen, those guys can go off and have a big game. It's it's the, the issues are greater. They need more help here from more different places. It's got a, they need better goaltending. They need better depth scoring. They need some of the top six guys who aren't putting it in the net to start. Uh, it's it goes well beyond twenty nine and ninety seven for sure, Bob. We're joined by Mark Spector, sports inspector for the horses and horse race in Alberta. Brendan, can you cue uh, up Dave Tippett's comments on Miko Koskinen last night for us? And uh, let's go to that right now. <laughs> okay, you're going to have to give me more of a second than that. Uh, what, you can't pull that up in five seconds when I don't text you beforehand to let you know, hey, we're going to go back to uh, Tippett on Koskinen. <laughs> All right, keep. I'm fishing around here, and I'm fishing around, and I'm, let's just pull it up in the audio vault. That'll be the quickest way for me to do this, I think. Okay. It's called live radio. That's what happens once in a while, especially when you're working with yours truly. My apologies, Brendan, for putting you on the spot on the spot like that. 
Uh, this text comes in for Al. He says, Spectre sounds horrible. Well, that's not good, Mark. Uh, this text comes in saying, hey, Bob, sharpen your skates and get out there. Too many passengers. I just hate hearing the same post-game comments. Thought we played well. We're chasing the game. Most frustrating thing to know is that the issues and not having solution. I will say this, Mark. I think that there have been games on this trip where the orders appear to have been... Um, um, in my opinion, the orders have been appeared to be too easy to play against. And, I mean, when Leon Dreisaitl's leading the pushback, like last night, uh, Ryan Reeves tracked him down and belted him and knocked the snot out of him. And then McDavid got, uh, I don't know if they showed it on the Rangers broadcast, but uh, Dreisaitl got... Uh, Reeves in the trolley tracks and drilled him right in the sternum back, right in front of the Ranger bench. And I think they're a little surprised. But the other, I mean, to me, this is a confluence of events. This isn't just one thing. Uh, now, the one magic elixir traditionally in hockey tends to be goaltending. And you could hear the exasperation last night in Dave Tippett's voice on Miko Koskinen. It's a brutal mistake. What are you going to do? Yeah. Right? Call it what it is. <laughs> We're playing well. It's a brutal mistake. Call it what it is. Thanks, Brandon. Spec, your thoughts on... Uh, some might say that uh, Dave Tippett was pinning the tail on the proverbial donkey right there. Others would say, okay, you got to be more consistent than that because there's been some tough moments and, and Miko's had to play a lot more because the guy that Tippett really likes, Mike Smith, hasn't been able to play. So there's different perspectives on this. What is yours? Well, this, this is a coach that's frustrated with his goaltending. It's clear. You never hear a coach, you know, throw his goalie under the bus like that until he's just fed up with watching what he's watching and you know, but what's unfair is that Miko Koskinen isn't a number one goalie. You know, this is no different than putting Zach Cassian up on the top line. And after five games going, geez, he's not producing like a top line player. Well, guess what, right? Zach Cassian isn't a top line player. He's a third line player. And Miko Koskinen is a number two goalie. So, you know, to Koskinen's defense, they've miscast him here. They're, oh, they're playing him too much. He's their number. They made him into a number one, and now he's failing at the job. He's not a number one. He's starting to wear down. His save percentage in the last ten games is like below nine. And you know he did what he. A big issue with the Oilers is they can't score first, and it's in their heads and it's in the dressing room. But part of that issue, Bob, you've watched every game. Part of the issue is they don't get a chance to score first because Costco lets the first shot in so many nights. Or does what he did last night. You know, they literally had five minutes to score the first goal last night, and two of those they were shorthanded because Koskinen shot it over the boards. And then he went out. 15 seconds goal. in. Right. So then he gives a goal away at 538 or whatever it was to Lafreniere, and you're down the chase of the game again. It's here we go again. Same old story. Like your goalie, you know, Michael Koskinen is, is not playing very well. It's driving Tippett crazy. But I'll be honest with you, he's he's doing what every number two goalie does when you play him too much. He's starting to he's faltering. That's how it works. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. That's our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Again, the news of the day: Jack Michaels reporting Connor McDavid and Derek Ryan being held out of practice as precautionary measures. We mentioned that around the league, there's been multiple positive. Uh, 
players testing positive, then subsequent to that, uh, testing negative two or three times, ending up being able to play. We'll obviously be continuing to monitor this over the course of the last uh, couple days. Uh, Speck, you, you mentioned that about Koskinen. He's a 1B goaltender. You said a back, backup goalie. For me, because a, a guy two. that he can't give you five out of seven starts. And you knew that when you signed him. You signed him out of the KHL. Igor Shosturkin, who's going to be a world-class top five goaltender, split time with Miko. And actually, the one year, he got 39 appearances, and Miko only got 23. Then the next year, they did split time 50-50. Uh, so to me, he's a 1B goaltender. What would you say to the fans that say the Oilers bet wrong? Tippett brought back his guy which was Mike Smith. Ken Holland went down that path as well, and so they deserve what they get. How would you respond to that? Well, they didn't change the goaltending. You know, they they got, they uh, probably got mesmerized by the fact that, you know, Mike Smith was a, was a top six, top seven goalie in the league last year's numbers. He was 9.23 save percentage, back 9.23. Right, at age, at age 38. Uh, and this year, he's turned back into a 39-year-old goalie who can't stay healthy. So, you know, that's the stock that, I mean, I think I'm looking at this 2020 vision, but or 2020 hindsight, but a lot of people said it this summer. You know, I, a lot of people were right on this, and, and they weren't wrong now when they said, don't expect the 39-year-old to do what the 38-year-old did. Sell the stock. Like, you got way more out of that 38-year-old than you should have. And, you know, Ken Holland, let's call a spade a spade, man. He rolled the dice, rolled the dice on a 39-year-old goalie, and he came up snake eyes because he hasn't played, Smith hasn't played three games in a row yet without getting hurt. I don't know how long he's out for now. Who knows? And Koskinen and you were stuck with because they've been trying to trade the guy for two years. You can't move the contract. It's very, very difficult. It's a difficult situation because he makes so much money. But Smith, you signed, you know, as a UFA. You signed Smith as UFA, so that one's on Ken Holland. And that's what Fix It says. He texts the show to say this is on Holland and management, relying on a 39-year-old goalie, then with Koski as a backup, not good planning. We'll tell you Mike Smith is on the ice over at the Ford Performance Center. You can text us at 780-496-0063, and the texts are coming in. Ted says there's a $4.5 million elephant in the room. Great show from Ted. There's lots of fans out there, Speck, that think that uh, Tippett was too hard on Koski and unfair double standard between uh, Koskinen and Mike Smith. Uh, this text comes in from Ryan not in a dozer. He says trade for Carey Price right now. The problem is Carey hasn't been healthy all year long and you got to get a lot of information on Carey. He's a ten and a half million dollar uh, cap hit as well. AJ says Bob here's my issue. It's with the coaching staff. This issue with Mike Smith isn't new. So why are the uh, or sorry, with Miko or not new. So why aren't the coaches telling him to keep his butt in the crease regarding Koskinen's puck uh, handling ability? Another texter says, Bob, if Koskinen had a good game, didn't give away the first goal, let in the second floater, the team's still losing 2-1. Tippett calling him out while saying the team played good in front of him is insane. If Smith only let in four against the Devils, we still would have won. But according to Tippett, Smith battled hard all game, and that wasn't enough. It's malarkey. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Goaltending's always the obvious, right? 70% of hockey's goaltending, and when you don't have it, it's 100%. A team goes 2-8-2 and during a 12-game stretch. The only wins with a coach currently in... 
uh, Abbotsford with Bakersfield, and that is Stuart Skinner. It's a revealing stat nonetheless. When we come back, the other areas of challenge for the Edmonton Oilers, Sportsnet, Spec, Mark Spector for the horses. It's 1249 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. The Oilers Now Injury Report is brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Ryan Nugent Hopkins back in Edmonton, lower body challenge, I'd say at this stage. Uh, well, he's not going to play against the Leafs, so he's going to be out at least a week and a half, two weeks plus. Uh, Chris Russell and... Marcus Niemelainen, and both with upper body challenges. Mike Smith, uh, Dave Tippett mentioned yesterday, upper body challenge. He's on the ice today. Connor McDavid and Derek Ryan held off the ice because of precautionary reasons at this stage. And, uh, oh, by the way, Zach Cassian back out there. Spec, just on the goaltending, Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing Alberta presenting live standard bid racing Saturday and uh, at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino 115. Spec, I'm just going to run through something here the Oilers started the year nine and one right remember that yep okay Demko number one started for Vancouver Edmonton won in a shootout McDavid got a hat trick in the second game of the year with Markstrom who's got great numbers this year so that's two number one goalies they played Anaheim next and Gibson was not available they started Anthony Stoller so there's a backup then they played Arizona Hutton was not available they started Vizmelka a backup uh, 4-0 at that stage. Uh, they went in there at Vegas, impressive win. Uh, Koskinen gave them a great start, out-dueled Laner. Uh, so three starters in the first five. Philadelphia at home, they lose. Carter Hart was terrific. 5-1 and one at that stage. They go to Vancouver, they beat Demko, another number one. 6-1 and one at that stage. Here's where it gets interesting. Seattle comes into town, Joey Decord has to start, third string goalie. Okay, seven and one. Nashville comes to town. They have to start Connor Ingram, third string goalie, eight and one. Then the Oilers beat the Rangers and they get Georgie of the backup goalie, nine and one at that stage spec. And they ran into five backup goaltenders in those wins. They got a little bit of help. And right now they're not getting a little bit of help. And the question that needs to be asked is, how much of this is on goaltending and how much of this is on other aspects of the team? So I'm going to throw that out to the listeners on the Ashley Pine Floors text line. Because to me, it's not just one thing. Give me your thoughts, Beck. Yeah, no, no, it's not. You can't just hit this on goaltending, for sure. You know, little things like scoring first in a hockey game wouldn't hurt this team. It would be a, uh, a mental change to be up one nothing in a game. Uh, the goalies don't score. Now, this goalie, Koskinen, lets a lot of early goals in, and that's part of the problem, but uh, it's up to somebody to score a goal. Bobby, they don't have a third-line centerman on this team, and it's crippling their bottom six. That's, the, that's to me, the most important position on their team uh, other than goaltending right now that's being underserved. They don't have a guy. I think they said last night that Oilers' third and fourth-line centers had two assists between them. So they you were listening. Need a third line center. Yes, I was listening. Yes, they. Uh, anyway, they they don't have a third line center, and they need one. They need someone to make that third line a viable line. Uh, they need someone to take some of the face off pressure off of uh, dry settle and the key draws. They need the right guy, and they don't have. Yeah, Mark, it's interesting. You know, people talk about depth scoring, and I, I was, I, I got to tell you, I'm surprised that Warren Fogles played less in Edmonton than he did in Carolina, because to me, Carolina had a better team. 
but I'm not surprised that Fogel has had the challenges to score. When Ryan McLeod had two assists in one game against New Jersey, that's it. Derek Ryan doesn't have an even strength assist. Now, Ryan and Fogle and Cassie had had a good first five of the games of the year. Then the numbers started going sideways for that trio. But uh, just to put things in perspective for the listeners, so we're going to throw this out there, and I'm going to see how long it takes people to get it. You have to come in with within about 10 goals of the range. And Speck, you and me talked about this off air. In 1920, which was, let's say it's a 70-game season, how many forwards in the NHL in 1920, remember there were 31 teams in the league, how many forwards in the NHL during the 1920 season scored 10 or more goals at even strength? Okay, just, you don't have to answer. I thought I, I, thought I gave you that number earlier when we talked. Well, so okay, he did, but I don't want to uh, give it up. But so don't give it up. But okay. the, the the point is, I think people don't always understand and appreciate. It's not easy score. Like, you know what? If you get ten or more goals, even strength on a second or third line, you're doing okay. You're right. doing pretty good. So I'm giving you a hint. Thirty-one teams in the league during the nineteen twenty season. How many guys had 10-plus even-strength goals as forward? So, fire, just hazard a guess. Obviously, you're looking to, you know, again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Howie says, Speck, Ryan McLeod is playing well as a third-line center. They just need to keep uh, playing him. Uh, you know what? Ryan McLeod's a good young player, and he's not ready for that job, right? You can, they're not in the business of, of learning as they go here. Right, Ryan McLeod's been learning the third line center job all year. How's that working for the Oilers? You know, he yeah. might be a hell of a third line center three, four years from now. He's not ready for the job right now. And if that's where you think your team is, that we're going to play young kids in key roles and have them learn, uh, then you you'll be what you are right now. Not quite ready to be a good team. Twelve fifty eight at Edmonton. We're going to continue down this conversation with Mark Spector, but at this time we head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. More coming up on Oilers Now when we return. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, six thirty Chad.